You are listening to the Grow Law Firm Podcast, where each guest shares actionable, practical ideas with you on how to get more clients, expand your reach, and grow your law firm's revenue and profit. Here's your host, Sasha Burson. Welcome to Grow Law Firm Podcast. I have a great guest here with me today, Kevin Daisy of Array Digital. Kevin is a very different guest from who I usually have on the show. Kevin does practically exactly what my team does. Kevin is an experienced marketer. His team works with numerous law firms, same as we do. I believe your team size is something 30 plus experts in digital marketing. And you have an amazing podcast called, like the banner behind you, The Managing Partners. Kevin, welcome to the show. Sasha, thank you so much. And I appreciate that that intro. Um, I really do. And I think for everyone out there listening too, um, you know the fact that we can get on a podcast together and 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 share ideas. Um, Sasha, is, they're doing an extremely good job for their clients as well, and uh, I think it's good to see others out there doing good things and doing it right, and that we can get on as competitors and and talk about these things and and bring value to you, uh, our listeners and uh, our clients. So uh, I yep. appreciate that. Absolutely. I think the market is so large. We're, we're not competitors, we're co-patterers, right? We can yeah. cooperate rather than compete. It's, it's a huge market. So no matter how many, I almost wish there were more capable, true experts in this field, because there are so many marketing teams, and this is me um, going against <laughs> the industry quite a bit. I really think that 95% of marketing industry has a lot of things to learn about how to deliver quality service and quality results. I believe it's probably the same for your team. Like vast majority of our clients, new clients are not virgin clients. They've been with so many other marketing companies before Mm. and they walked away highly dissatisfied, which is a true testament to how there are very few companies in the marketing business that actually know what they're doing. A hundred percent. That's pretty spot on. I mean, uh, we're, you know, most of the clients that we work with, they're, you know, if they can afford what we're doing, they, they're not just starting brand new. Every once in a while, we do find a firm that's just never invested in the types of things that we do, SEO and content, and they, they've never tried it. And so we do come across those. But the vast majority have had multiple agencies, the big ones that you know out there, uh, the Scorpions and the Fine Laws and uh, those of the world, and <clears throat> have had consistent bad experiences. And I think they just assume that's, that's it. That's the game that you play and that they're going to continue to just switch and, and be disappointed. And I think it's, they're just like, well, I guess this, this is the best we, we can do. And, yeah. and some try to take it in the house because I think they're just tired of, of getting, you know, drugs of the dirt and not getting results. Yeah. That is a very expensive proposition to bring in a digital team in house. We actually, we did a, an internal study, what it would cost to replace us with experts internally. And we found that for a small law firm that is simply an unaffordable proposition because you're looking to invest at the low end, approximately $600,000 and on the high end, closer to a million dollars to have the right experts on your team working for you in-house. If you're running a law firm that does 20, $30 million in revenue, is it possible? Yes, it is possible. Fiscally, it's possible, but is it practical? 
More than likely not. Once you get close to nine figures, then you may say, I really want a very tight control of what the marketing team does. And I don't care if I spend a million, million and a half, two million on my team, on my marketing team. So Kevin, let, yeah. let's, um, let's play a pretend game. Let's pretend that you and I are lawyers uh-uh. and we're partners. We own a firm. We're going right. to pretend to be one of our prospective clients. And we've been doing a lot of different marketing through a lot of different marketing teams. And we never really found someone who made us completely satisfied. And business has grown over the years. I know the stats are like 4.3% per year is an average growth rate for professional service companies, which includes law firms. So we've been growing steadily, somewhat steadily, but we're unhappy with where we are. We thought that we would be much further along. So now... We decide that you are the partner who is going to be in charge of growing the firm. What do you do? <laughs> well, <clears throat> first, I would look at what we're doing. What have we done in the past? What what companies have we uh, signed on to, to help us? Uh, do I have any internal person that's uh, assisting with marketing, strategy, making sure that agencies got what they need to to make the best decisions, do they understand our brand? Do they understand our goals? Uh, where we want to go? Do we want ten percent growth per year? You know, are we looking to expand in other states and cities? Like, what? What's this marketing doing? And, and is there any plan? Is there a strategy involved? So I would first step back and look at everything and say, what are we doing? How much are we spending? Where's the results coming from? I I bet nine times out of ten, other lawyers, other than myself. <laughs> the the growth is probably coming a lot of times from the partners and just the 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 firm doing a good job getting good referrals and and hiring other attorneys and bringing in people that have more business and the marketing company might not be helping at all depending on what they're doing so i would step okay. back i would step back and look at all that and see what are we doing what's working show me the numbers so, all right. So, so you went through this analysis and what you found is that we have been growing over the past 10 years since we started the firm by a rate of five, 10, sometimes 15, 20% a year, but on average, it's high single digits. Yeah. Absolutely unsatisfactory. Both of us are disappointed. We thought that we're, we we're arguing so all the time about money. this in our partners meetings. We're arguing all the time, all, all the time. We're pissed at so many marketing companies that we have hired over the time who promised us everything and were unable to deliver. We fired, hired and fired so many of them, but we understand that without marketing, we're not going to grow substantially. So now you're the partner who is in charge of growth. You're the chief growth officer for our law firm. You put on a completely different hat from what you're used to. Instead of doing cases, you're now like, all right, Sasha, <laughs> I am doing this. I am in charge of growth. So what are the three things that you're going to undertake in order for our firm to stop growing at the rate of 5%, 10% a year and start actually adding 25, 30, 40, maybe 50% a year? Well, for Amina's being a, uh, a very intelligent lawyer without any marketing experience, <laughs> I mean, again, I would, I would really want to peel back everything that's happened, look at what we're spending, uh, who we've hired to do it, um, and start to have conversations with them and just like I would with any of the partners. I would... What are we doing now currently? What are we focused on? Uh, so do they even have a, an idea of what we're trying to accomplish? 
Um, and then I would look at what kind of marketing are we doing? Just, you know, we're trying to uh, broadcast market billboards and TV and radio where we're just trying to get our name out there. Are we, are we doing anything that's getting to the clientele that's looking for us now, right now? Do we show up? How do we even get there? Again, I'm not educated in marketing, so I don't, how do we make sure we show up when, um, you know, someone gets in a car accident, when they search for a car accident attorney or a personal injury attorney, how are they going to find us? Um, what have we done in our marketplace to make sure that we show up for those high intent situations? And then I would look at how much, you know, different channels that we're spending. Are we, are we spread too thin? Did we not, are we not spending enough? What is our budget? Um, and get with the partners and say, hey, what is our budget? What can we spend? If our revenue is $10 million a year, are we spending 5 to 10% of that? Or are we, are we underspending? Um, so I would I want to step back and look at all those factors and then chop some heads probably and, and make some changes. Um, we're always told we got a market, but we don't ever believe that it's working for us. Well, if we're doing $10 million in revenue, we probably have some marketing that's working for us. And I think a more common scenario that we're seeing is a firm that's substantially smaller than that. Yeah, 1.2 million, 2 million, sometimes 3 million, 5, 6 million. This is where um, I had a guy on the podcast who, you know, Louis Scott, we talked about numbers. He he knows the industry incredibly well. And he says, he knows his numbers. I've had him on my podcast a a while ago. Yeah. It's sharp guy. If you're doing $10 million in revenue, that that means that you made it in the 0.15% group. Yeah, maybe so, I should have thrown a number out that big, but my point was, yeah, yeah a percentage of revenue should be towards marketing and, and, you know, what is, where are you at based on averages, you know, industry averages with your spend? A lot of yeah, firms so, probably so, spend way under what they should be spending. Well, do you remember what Luis recommends? And for those who do not know who Luis Scott is, I highly recommend that you follow him. He is the guy who, aside from being an incredibly successful PI attorney, his firm mm-hmm. went from $5 million to now they're close to hitting 40 million in under six years. He also runs a consulting group for lawyers called Eight Figure Firm. And his allocation toward marketing. And I really, like marketing is a word that many people misunderstand what it means. Really, if you think about marketing in practical terms, it's client attraction, like getting clients to come to you. His recommendation is you got to invest 25% of your revenue into client attraction. To most lawyers, when you talk about those numbers, they're just going. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, well, no way. That's insane. That, that is insane, right? That is insane. Unless you are in PI practice and you're used to seeing those numbers, 15, 20, 25%. Morgan and Morgan, $1 billion in revenue. How much do they drop on client acquisition? $160 million, 16%. Yep, 16%. A great book, by the way, anyone listening, uh, pick up uh, John Morgan's book. Uh, I think he mentioned 40, he was, uh, the title of the book is uh, Can't Teach Hungry Oh yeah, uh, by John Morgan. And uh, I think he wrote it in 2013 is when it came out. And in 2013, his marketing budget was 40 million per year. Now it's 160 million, you know, and 10 years later. So, yeah, so he quadrupled it. And obviously the most successful revenue wise personal injury attorney law firm in the world, probably. And I know in the U.S. for sure, they're the largest. Yeah, so they're yeah. 
Louis Scott recommends doing 25%. Now he doesn't deal with billion dollar revenue. He deals with $40 million revenue. But if you were in charge, since we're role-playing this, you are in charge of our marketing. And let's say that we're smaller. We're a typical law firm. We're $1.2 million in revenue. We do PI, our average case value of 15 grand. We mm-hmm. want to go from 1.2 million, which is, I want to say 80 cases, 800 cases, 800 cases. No, 80 yeah. cases. <clears throat> yeah, 80 cases. Right. We, we, we <laughs> want to go to, let's say, 1.8 million. That's another 40 cases a year. Yep. So what do we do? In practical terms, like what do we do? What type of marketing do we deploy? We're still small. What type of marketing do, do we deploy? And how much do we allocate toward this? Well, so uh, me still speaking as a lawyer, <laughs> mm-hmm. I might not know. Today. Yeah, so uh, as as an attorney, I, I don't really know if I know where the best money to put uh, is. Uh, I know all over town, I see billboards and these guys on TV and, um, you know, on the radio. And and so I naturally want to see us have exposure and, and do the things that they're doing. Yet I, those things are very expensive, and I've heard mixed results about what people get from it. Um, and so, naturally, I think I would think I need something visual, right? I need so I need to be seen. I need to be seen around town, and I think that was that would be my, as a lawyer, uh, my first thought in my mind, unless I had someone come to me with with some evidence to do something else, like. What would work better than that, right? And and for me as Kevin uh, at Array, I hear this all the time, right? They they've done all kinds of stuff and they spend money all kinds of places. And I'm not saying those things are bad or don't have a place. But at the end of the day, if you need your phone ringing consistently and building over time, there's better ways to do it. And what are those things? What are we doing as law firm partners? What are we doing to do, to reach that $1.8 million in a big hurry? So based on research I've done and talking to a couple experts, you know, you got to be where people are searching for you. So where they're looking right now. Again, if I, uh, if I need a divorce attorney, uh, there's only one thing, one or few ways I can find that. And that's either to get a referral from someone I know personally, privately, uh, or I'm going to search for a divorce attorney in my city or state or town. And so I would think, you know, we need to probably put some money into getting us in search. I don't know if it's Google ads, there's local service ads, you know, our, our office can come up locally or um, SEO. So I think we need to figure out how many folks are searching in our area uh, and see what opportunities there are and then look at what tactics we can deploy to get in front of them as fast as we can. God. Assuming based on our size, we have to hire yet another marketing team to do this. How would you go oh. about selecting? Oh, I know about. Selecting no, the right not the marketing team. team. <laughs> can we get horrible? Can we get the office admin to do this? I don't want to deal with it again. No, because that's what we had the office admin do the last three times. You're Big mistake. It. You're in charge. Big mistake. You're in charge. So yeah, office admin, you do your stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna interview this time. So, um, for one, I'm gonna you know reach out to 
some of the groups that I'm that we're part of, Sasha. So some of the mastermind groups that I'm I trust people, other attorneys in there, see who they're using. Uh get some referrals. Um I think we can search online ourselves and see uh who's coming up uh and consider those folks that come up towards the top. Um but I think it's worth talking to others that have done well. Look at the Lewis Scott, is a good friend of ours. What has he done? Who is he using? Um and, and look at the firms that have done a good job in these spaces and and see uh, who they might recommend. I think it'd be a good start. All right. So you got a short list, let's say three, four, five marketing companies. You connect with them. What questions do you ask to vet them through and understand like who is the best fit for you? You have never been through this experience before. You had your admin do this type of work. They just brought you proposals and you kind of sort of chose based on their gut feeling and the price point and maybe one conversation. So that's exactly how I did it last time. Yeah. What's the price? Yep. And yeah, I picked this one and, um, but not much involvement. It was mostly through, you know, my admin who told me, Hey, I think this one's, I like these people. Um, and I based it on price. Um, so after looking at my shortlist that I have here, um, I was looking at a couple that was recommended to me. Um, I didn't realize that there was agencies that only work with law firms. So some of these are local. And then I got a couple here that are, I guess they specialize in law firms, which I didn't know was a thing. So that sounds like something we should strongly look at if they understand our business. Uh, so I think that would be something that I would uh, want to ask these, these agencies. Um, do they know how to work with a PI firm? Do they understand our, the kind of cases we need? And the kind of cases that we don't need, because we, you know, we've done this before where we've gotten a lot of cases come in the door that aren't a fit. Uh, we get a lot of calls that are just uh, wasting our time and, and tying up our intake people. So we want to really focus on, you know, does the agency have experience with what we do in our area? I think that'd be important. And, um, and I really want to make sure that the agency that brings a lot of questions for us, do they, do they want to know about us? Or are they just going to sell us a package? Um, I think it's important for them to understand our brand and to spend some time with us to to know where we're trying to go. And I want to do this right this time. So I, I want to have that time and investment and find an agency that's willing to do that to make sure this is going to work because, you know, we got a goal to hit in 12 months from now. So, yeah. Um, when you're looking, when you're having conversations with those agencies, now you're looking at a fairly narrow range of prices and you're trying to zero in on just the right one. What's the defining answer? What, what's that criteria that is going to help you decide this one versus this one, that one versus that one? Well, I mean, first, you know, making sure that I understand the different offerings. Are they all offering exactly the same things? Is it apples to apples? Let's say or it's apples is, to apples. Okay, apples to apples. Um, you know, price is always going to be something that I'm I'm looking at. But I, I think I would, again, since we've been burned four or five times, right? Um, money's not as big of a deal. Like, if we want to grow, we're, we're invested in this. We have a budget. Uh, we're ready to invest the money. So I, I don't want price to be uh, something that blinds me. But what I really would look into strong, you know, how strong are they as a team? What are their clients saying about them? Do they have some testimonials or references? 
do they have a strategy to do them themselves run their company on systems and processes? Are they a profitable, well-run business as well? Because we want to be working with folks that, that are operating on a level that we are. So I'm going to look at, are they coming in with the processes and systems to deliver the results and the deliverables? Do they have a strategy? Is there data back in this research? Like what, what do they see that we can expect? I'm not looking for guarantees, but I'm looking for real industry knowledge and, and a plan. And I'm even willing to pay for the plan if I have to, but so I'd, I'd say price would be out my, out the window for me, but who's going to get the job done? Who's done their due diligence and who's going to actually take the time to not just sell us something, a package, but something that's custom or tailored to, to our situation. Super interesting. You know, in our that Grow Law Firm place looks really cool. Thank you. Um, at Grow Law Firm, we've been we've been around for a, a bit over fifteen years now, and we've been hired hundreds of times, and we've been fired dozens of times. And I find that that the best clients who end up with us, they stay with us for years. Part of their due diligence process, they don't even ask us for references. They just, they're looking at the case studies that they see on our website and they call them without asking us. And they're asking about the good and the bad and the ugly. And truth be told, choosing the right marketing company, I always thought of it. And, and I've been operating business, my own business for 22 years now. I started when I was in my early 20s, still in college. I always found that it's just such a mission critical decision. Go ahead, Kevin. I'll say I started my business when I was 23 in 2006. So yeah. we're, I'm right there, right close, there. Close. Yeah. <laughs> so, so such a mission critical decision to pick the right marketing team, because that's what's going to help you either grow your revenue, it will stagnate it or even mm-hmm. decline it. So because it is such a mission critical decision, I was like, listen, you got to talk to the references. If the provider, if you do not want to cold call on those references, ask yes. the vendors that you're vetting for those references. Anybody who says no, for whatever reason, that's the end of the journey right there. <laughs> yep. And right. here's what I do uh, to make it, uh, mm-hmm. I'll give out any references people want. And so what I'll do is say, I'm going to call them, make sure that they're cool with me sharing their information. And if you're a client, I'll do the same for you. So I make sure that they're not just, I'm not just slapping out my client's contact all the time. So it's, Hey, we're serious here. Yes. I just talked to my client. They said, no problem. You can give them a call. And, um, to protect my clients from getting bombarded with me, just sending out their information and they respect that and and they appreciate that too. So, but yes, you should be able to give these references and that should be no delay as far as like, your response to that. It should be like, absolutely. Which three do you want? You know, here's my list of clients or whatever they want to see. Yeah. There's another twist to this. And this is something that most people will never do, but I highly recommend that they do it when they get those references or when they cold call off of the client. Off of your website. Yeah. 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 Also as the provider, the vendor that you're vetting, Give me two, three phone numbers of clients who fired you in the last 12 months. I want to know the bad. 
I really do want to know the bad. If they don't give you those, <laughs> something went really bad. Something went really bad. <laughs> like really bad. Like, like if somebody asked me, like, Sasha, can you give me three references of companies, law firms that fired you over the last 12 months? I'll have those for you as fast as long as it takes me to get those phone numbers from my CRM. I'll be like, here, call this guy. Here, call <laughs> this lady. And yep. I will not tell them why they fired me. I'm like, like, go find out why they fired us. Because look, this is professional services. No relationship is forever. You it's will not. Get fired and you will yeah. get fired. We change doctors. We change lawyers. We change mechanics. Any, any other service field, there are changes and they happen. And sometimes you get fired for something, rightfully or wrongfully. So yep. it's just another level of protection for you when you're making a decision whether to hire a such a mission-critical vendor as a marketing team. I also, and this is something that you noticed or, or mentioned, Kevin, this is so critical. Always get them to show you a plan. Even if they tell you pay for the plan, it's a lot cheaper to pay for that plan upfront than to find out later on that they ain't got one. I, I, this is the biggest thing I see on a daily basis, I think. And, and I don't actually, we don't charge for our plan, but uh, we, you know, but we're, that's the whole, everything we do here is we you know, have a strategy and a plan. And a lot of it's done after they engage, but we sh show them our system, our process, what we're going to do step by step. And there's a lot of things that happen before we even deploy things or know what we're going to do for them necessarily. So um, because at the in sales engagement level, we, we there's a lot still more that we need to discover um, that you that no one should be able to just say, here's exactly what you need. Choose plan B, and that's going to give you everything you need for this much per month. Like that's that's ridiculous. So that's not a plan. That's a package, right? That's a you know buy off the shelf package, and then they have people just doing the implementation. And uh, so agree with you on that. And then also for the clients that that fire us, right? It's going to happen. It does happen. Um, actually, I have clients that I've fired. Maybe you want to talk to them too. <laughs> that happens sometimes too. Um, things change. Law firms grow faster than we expect sometimes, and they maybe outgrow us, or maybe they want TV and radio and all these things that we don't do. And at some point, they get to like we need one agency that can do all these things. Sometimes, um, and it's just it's time to to go different ways. So it, it's going to happen. But great point. And I bet you a hundred dollars. Most most of our competitors, Sasha. Uh, would be cringing right now to hear that we would even consider that. Yeah, I think I think this has to do with the fact that. So I know the size of your firm. I know the size of my firm. We already passed the certain thresholds, numerous thresholds, where neither you nor I are dying to make another sale. We don't have to make that other sale. We don't have to make the next ten sales. If they come, great. If they don't, great. So because we're not hurting for the business. Mm -hmm. We're always telling it how it is. Which is literally the most favorite thing that I get to do every day. <laughs> I get to be so frank. I, I feel like I literally tell people, I'll be like, I'm going to, I'm about to just smack you around for the next 30 minutes. If you'll give me your attention. And, um, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, you can take it, leave it. I'm going to, you'll, you'll, I'm going to give you a lot of good information that you can take and tell someone else to do it. You can do it, hire us to do it, 
but I'm going to tell you everything but the truth um, and show you what you can do. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm not calling people back 10 times. I'm not emailing them a drip campaign every day. Um, I'm not interested in any of that stuff. So it's a good place to be. But when I have a good prospect, then I'm like, I know we can help them. And they're just, they're getting screwed right now. You know, I'll, I might, you know, but I make it clear. We can help you. Like you, literally we want to help you, but at the end of the day, they have to come to the table and, and, and be willing and be in the right mindset. Some folks are just, I talk to some people and they're just like, they're going so fast. They don't know what's going on. They, they're not even giving you the full attention. I'm not interested to, to talk to those folks necessarily at that point in time. Cause they're just not, they're not clear headed enough to make this decision. It's true. And you, you mentioned that it's possible that there are other marketers who are watching this and they're cringing <laughs> from us talking about these things to those of you who are watching this and are cringing. You should read a book titled Integrity Selling. It will change your life. Stop yeah. faking it till making it. Be honest. Do yourself and the world a favor. Just be honest. If you don't know something, be honest. If you're not good at something, be honest. And another thing that you mentioned, some law firms outgrow you and they go to marketing companies that do everything. Hmm. Have you ever seen a marketing company that's good at everything? <laughs> no. No, I have not. And honestly, any lawyers listening, you you know, once you get a certain size, you should have specialty teams for different things. If you want to do TV and radio, those folks are not good at what me and Sasha do. Uh, they bolted on after the fact, but they're 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 not experts in that. Um, so, you know, hire those specialized teams and agencies. Have in house people that can manage and and set expectations and and you know. Yeah from the top, you know, set the messaging and their goals and stuff like that. But, um, that's your best bet. And talk about, you talked about hiring in house too. That's, you know, my team for a attorney would, you know, cost them millions per year. So it's, it doesn't, I was talking to a firm the other day. I won't mention them, but like, yeah, I mean, they're big too. They're not small. And they're like, yeah, I think we're just gonna take it in house. And they were with, uh, with these guys. He says, look, great water bottles, great water bottles. Yeah. Um, they were with them and um, she's like, yeah, I think we're just going to hire one person to do, take it in house for like all their marketing and their SEO and their website. And I was just like, you know, it's, I knew dang well, I can't have, um, you can't have someone work on all those things. They're not going to be good at it. So. Oh, it's the, it's the same thing as hiring one doctor who is a physician and a podiatrist and a cardiologist and a hematologist and a chiropractor and oncologist because, hey, he went to medical school. That's right. <laughs> Can certainly do it. Hey, l last question. We're going to wrap up with this. Now, sure. <clears throat> one of the things that I always believe that when you and I as partners in a law firm, we're thinking about hiring a marketing team. We should also ask them to show us how they're going to work for us, what type of reports they're going to show us on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. For you and I, as law firm partners, what are the main metrics that we need to see from our new marketing vendor to gauge their performance, to understand whether they're moving us in the right direction, other than the number of leads? Everybody loves to report the number of leads, but that number can be highly flawed. 
So what are we looking for to see from marketing vendor every month without a fail to decide whether we're on the right course with them or we should be looking for a replacement once again? Yeah, so um, I, we need to be looking at, uh, as far as search and organic standpoint, we need to look at acquisition of keywords. So are we acquiring new keywords with the efforts that we're putting in, content and all those things? Are we acquiring those? Are they moving up through the ranks? And is that translating to organic traffic at the same time? So are we seeing that we're moving forward, acquiring keywords we never had, they're moving through the ranks, and that that traffic trend is going right along with it. So that means we're not getting just keywords, so we're actually getting traffic from searches to those keywords at the same time. So that's the indicator that things are moving in the right direction, and we should be able to see that anytime with a dashboard or monthly reports, and hopefully a really in-depth monthly meeting with with our team to explain yeah. it. And Because as an attorney, and I don't know about you, I don't understand any of that stuff. Um, but I know, I know what I'm looking for. I just don't understand it. And I don't understand what that means, uh, six months from now or a year from now. Um, yeah. so I need, I need help. I want education, uh, as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we understand new cases signed. We definitely get this number. In my agencies, I mean, they're, that's when their, their job's over with, um, they can't control our conversion rate and how good at sales we are uh get us the leads we can take it from there you know we've got an awesome sales process here and so you get, you get someone that needs us and um, we'll, we'll take it from there we got a good conversion rate yeah so i don't need, i don't need them digging into that i just need them to send them yep 100 percent, kevin this has been a blast. If you're watching this, I know it sounds weird because because we do the same thing, kind of, sort of. Kevin's team is excellent. You're watching this and you're considering a new marketing vendor, Array Digital, talk to them. You owe it to your law firm to talk to them, listen to his podcast, and I forget the name of your partner. I know that you're co-hosting that podcast. Oh, there he is, the bald guy. Is the bald guy. The, the other guy Eric. who is bald. <laughs> And Sasha, I appreciate that. You didn't have to say all that on your own platform, but um, yeah, check out the podcast. If anything, it's helpful for anyone as an attorney out there that because uh, we just bring on awesome attorneys that tell it how it is and how they've grown. So check that out. Uh, and I'll say the same thing with Sasha. Like his, they're doing awesome stuff. I mean, their stuff looks amazing. I've I've looked at his results and organic. They're they're just through the roof. So. Um, Choose one of us or talk to both of us. And we're at least pointing in the right direction. And, and here's the thing about me and Sasha, which I've, we've gotten to know each other. We're, we're going to tell you the truth and whether or not you pick us or not. So we're just going to tell you what you should do. So even if you have another agency that you're like, hey, hey, I'm looking at signing them. What do you think? Like, I'll take a look at it. Like, what are, what are they doing? What are they offering? Um, what's the price point? What are the, what's the, the product mix? Uh, no problem to do that for you. And Sasha, I'm sure we do the same thing. Exactly. We're going to tell you the yeah. truth. And I think our only goal is there is to make sure we're doing the right thing. And then maybe one day you come back to us because you're like, man, I should have hired you guys before. <laughs> so, and that, that'll be what, that's, that's what we get out of it. Maybe, right. Or you tell something about us, but we're going to tell you the truth. hundred percent. Yeah. I look at it the same way as a good doctor would look at it providing a second opinion. 
you don't have to hire me to be your physician, your surgeon, your spodiarist, your anything. If you come to me for a second opinion, I will run the diagnostics and I will give you God's honest second opinion. And that's all there is to it. You don't have to become my patient long term. And sometimes it's and sometimes that's hey, the um the other daughter was right. That's yeah. exactly what you need. And yeah. actually what they're prescribing looks really good. And I can't compete with it or whatever, right? Um yep. so it's there's nothing in it for us if we can't and I, you know that, that's the problem i see out there but um i could try to talk you out of that or sasha could but we don't win at the end of the day i don't sign a client to lose that client ever yep um and so that's my biggest fear after when i sign a client it's like we're signing this client to keep this client and do well for them and they expect us to do well and they're they got families and employees and then they, as an attorney, help hundreds of people every year with their personal cases or injuries or whatever they're doing. And so I have to constantly tell my team here, because we're just marketers, the impact that they're actually having stemming all the way to how many thousands of people that we're helping every day because of all of our attorney clients. And so we have to find purpose in that. And so to sign a law firm that we can't help or that we do damage to them. It's not worth the risk to our brand and our, our team and our friends and family. So. Percent. Kevin, thank you so much for being part of this. Thank you so much for sharing the insights. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Everyone. You got a good guy here. So keep following him. Keep tuning in. And check out Kevin's podcast, the managing partners, him and the bold guy and array digital great marketing firm for law firms. Thanks for listening to the Grow Law Firm podcast. If you liked the ideas shared in this episode, help a fellow lawyer out by sharing a link to the episode. This episode is powered by the team of experts in client attraction, growlawfirm.com. Do you want a complimentary growth plan for your law firm? Request it at growlawfirm.com slash blueprint.